Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. Thank you, Jesus. King Jesus, we honour you this morning. King Jesus, we honour you this morning. Because you are the one who took the weight of the sin of the whole world on your shoulders. And you didn't just do that, but you went to the grave for us. And you didn't just do that, but you overcame the grave. You conquered it all. You put death and Satan and all his demons and all the powers of hell under your foot and you rose again. And this morning, King Jesus, may we give you the honour you so deserve. May we give you the worship you so deserve. May we not get so religious and so comfortable that we come to church on Easter Sunday and pat ourselves on the back because you are worthy. You are worthy, King Jesus. It's time we shake off our religious spirits. Every single day is Resurrection Sunday. Today we have a special moment to celebrate it. But King Jesus, what you have done and what you have accomplished is our right and our inheritance as your sons and your daughters. We stand inside of you, King Jesus, as you sit seated seated as reigning, ruling king. You are not still on the cross. You are not still in the grave. You are ruling and reigning as king, as majesty, as all authority on heaven and on earth. And this morning, my beautiful, beautiful king, I honour you. I honour you. Oh, we make room for you, Holy Spirit. Because this morning, it is about you. It is about you. We celebrate you. We honour you. We remember you. We call to attention and call to mind the things that you have done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. I'm excited. Why don't you say hello to someone next to you? We don't have to spread around the room again. Take your seats. Let's get into it. Fabulous. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. You can take your seats. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My goodness. Oh, come on, like seriously. If you're new with us, like what Natty said, um, I just want to welcome you all afresh again. My name is Charlie. Um, I'm the pastor here with my husband. He's not here today. Um, He sends his apologies. And we send our apologies, church, that we weren't here 
on Good Friday service, we actually got the COVID. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm like, you're like, ah! the front row's like, <gasps> no, I'm joking. Um, no, so we did our seven days of isolation. I'm symptom-free, negative testing, so I'm all good. Benai, however, still has symptoms, so he's doing the right thing, staying home, keeping everybody safe. But that is where we were. We weren't just skipping out on church because we're, you know, rebel pastors that don't want to be here. Um, but we wanted to say thank you to everybody who reached out, who sent messages, who dropped food off at our door. If anyone has had COVID, and not just COVID, but COVID with a toddler, man, he only like, he got it for like two days and then was like literally bouncing just around the house everywhere. I'm laying in my bed like, uh, and he's there going, a bounce, a bounce, I'm like, and doing the big like jump up and like fall down bounces. And I'm like, <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, anyone knows that? It's, it's just a struggle. It's a real thing. Um, and then being isolated for seven days with a toddler as well. That's also a struggle and a real thing. Um, so praise Jesus that we are out and well. And well, I'm out and well, but I still. Anyway. Um, but like I said, I'm so excited for Easter Resurrection Sunday. Um, just go with me this morning. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good morning. I'm glad that you chose to spend it with us this morning, whether you're visiting, whether this is your church home. We love you. We welcome you. Relax. Um, you're part of the family this morning for as long as we've got you. So, yay. Um, and on that, we have some family news. Oh, so... This morning, I, will, I have the joy and the privilege, twist, <laughs> plot twist, of announcing some very exciting family news in our beautiful church family. Miss Beth Wazaka is pregnant! <laughs> Why do you guys come on? Come on. Come, 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 come. Come, 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 come. So, so exciting. Beth is pregnant. Joe is not with child, but he is because supporting the pregnant. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about like maybe how many weeks you are, when it's due, whatever you want to share. Tell us, tell us so we can enjoy. Um, I'm 15 weeks and four days. Um, we're due October 6th, um, yeah, we're very excited and it's just, it's a joy to be able to share it with you this morning and I think everything off the back of what we just sung in worship, like God is in all things and I just love that in every season, it's all about him and it's all about his, like his story and that we get to play a part in that. And fertility hasn't been an easy journey for us, but, like, it's amazing that God would bless us and choose us to show his glory and his love in such a powerful way. Yeah. But, yeah. Yay! Very exciting. Very exciting. We love when babies are in our midst. Um, we love when we get to celebrate the joy and like what Beth said, just that joy of him walking through that journey, 
you know, falling pregnant is, you know, such a miracle in itself. Um, so we celebrate you guys. We're super happy for you. Um, so that is exciting. There was another announcement via social media, but that couple is not in the room this morning. So we are going to celebrate them next week. So just so you know, if you don't know, then you don't know. But if you do know and you're like, it's weird, she hasn't said anything. Um, we want to like yay them when they're in the room. Um, if that's okay. That's, that makes sense. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. Fantastic. Let me read. Can I read? I'm very excited. Let me read Luke 24. Luke 24, if you've got your Bibles, you can turn there. If you don't, it's going to be maybe on the screen. All right, Luke 24 verse 1 says, But on the first day of the week at early dawn, they came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men suddenly stood near them in dazzling clothing. And as the women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, why do you seek the living one among the dead? He is not here, but he has risen. Remember how he spoke to you while he was in still in Galilee, saying that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day will rise again. Let me pray for us in Jesus' name. So, Jesus, we've said it before, but we just say it again. We honour you in this building. We honour you from wherever we're watching or listening from, in our homes, in our cars, in this actual space, God. And we say, King Jesus, may you come and meet us and revive us. Jesus, just as you were resurrected, I ask for resurrection to happen again inside people's hearts, inside people's beliefs, inside people's um dreams and expectations for their life, God, inside anyone who's listening that might need that little bit of revival and resurrection power and life. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would come and meet us, that it wouldn't just be a normal Sunday service, that it wouldn't just be we tick the box of our religious duty, but God, you would be so honoured and more than anything, Jesus, transform lives. We ask you, Jesus, to come and use my words to just set people on fire again with your joy and the power of your resurrection life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Um, it's funny, not funny, well, it's, I don't know, it might be funny, um, preaching on any like special service, like, you know, you've got your Christmas, your Easter Fridays, your Resurrection Sunday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, there's always like a little bit of, I don't know, pressure maybe, but also, um, what's the word, like special, yes, is special, um, but almost a sense of, and don't get me wrong, church, just let me say it before you start going, oh, shocking, shocking to say, pastor, um, familiarity, right, because a lot of people here you know, you've been in services before on Easter Sunday. You've probably read that Luke 15, you know, the ladies went to the tomb and the stone was rolled away and we hear it. And it's so easy for us just to zone out 
in what's being said. It's so easy to come to a service like this or come to a Christmas service or even a Good Friday service and we're like, we know the scriptures that are going to be used. We know what the preacher's going to tell me. We know that we celebrate. We know that, you know, it's great. And so for me, I think preparing for this, it was kind of like, like yes, there's a, there's a special, there's a sense of like responsibility, but also there's a sense of me going, Ugh. like sometimes I wish I could just be like with a wet fish. Not on your faces, of course not, because you're not religious Christians. But do you know what I mean? Like for people to actually understand a fresh revelation of what this Sunday service means to us. I wish sometimes I could just, you know, you could be hearing it for the very first time. So my heart is that you would be encouraged, but my heart is also that you would hear something maybe fresh and new, if that's okay. So... The first thing I just want to touch on this morning is his resurrection is our foundation. And it says in 1 Corinthians 15, 17, and if Christ has not been risen, sorry, if Christ has not been raised, your faith is worthless and you are still in your sins. The very first thing this morning is that we need to understand that this isn't just a, what's the word? Nonchalant. Is Is that what you say? Like a little like, I don't know unimpressive moment in the history of our faith. Our whole existence as Christians, our whole existence as a church is built on this fact that Jesus rose. And it says in 1 Corinthians, if he didn't, if he just died, if he was just crucified on the cross like other criminals back in that time, honestly, and we can say, you know, the weight of the the sins, the world's sin was on his shoulders, which is true. But that moment in history, he's it's just, it's gone. It comes to nothing. There is no um, next step if it's just that and then it's death, yeah? The whole purpose of our faith, the whole purpose of our existence is that he didn't just die, but he was raised to life. He did what was seemingly impossible, but he also did what he said he was going to do, which shows that he's not a liar. So our whole foundation of our faith, our whole foundation of our existence is built on this one thing, that yeah, he died for our sins, but he rose again. He rose again. And when he rose again, that symbol of power, that symbol of authority, that symbol of overcoming, that symbol of, you know, dismantling death and sin and all of its power, he went down and he grabs the keys of life and death. That whole moment of him coming back to life, if that didn't happen, why are we here? It says it in 1 Corinthians, your faith is worthless and you're still in your sin. Let's just think about that. If he hadn't been raised, this means nothing. The songs mean nothing. The good deeds mean nothing. The prayers mean nothing. Because that is the moment where all authority, all power was taken back into his hands, where he has said, I have overcome the sin and the grave. So let's just get that first straight yeah it's not just another Sunday where we go yay Jesus rose from the dead if he didn't rise from the dead this would all be niente next thing his resurrection is our righteousness his resurrection is our righteousness 2 Corinthians 5 21 says and he made him who knew no sin to be our sin on our behalf so that 
we might become the righteousness of God in him. This morning, his resurrection symbolizes your righteousness, your right standing with God. You're becoming a son and a daughter in the kingdom. You not just being a slave, you're not being a servant, you're not being overwhelmed by sin and death, but you actually going, I now have the righteousness because of his resurrection, which means I am right, I am good. And this is a whole nother thing. Like this is a topic that I have been mulling over for a while. Um, And it's something that I keep coming back to because for whatever reason, Christians and a lot of people have this false humility of, oh, I've sinned, I've done wrong. And you keep going back. You keep going back to the past. You keep going back to the mistakes. You keep going back to whatever happened. And there's not this feeling of actually, no, you are a son, you are a daughter, you are made right righteous in the eyes of him, not because of anything that you could have done, not because of anything you could have accomplished, but because of him, what he did, his resurrection, his power, his obedience, his grace, his goodness, his kindness, his love. Yeah? So this morning, you are righteous because of him, because of that moment of him overcoming and being brought back to life. That then is our foundation for our faith. It's what we're built on. It's what matters. It's that that's the power. But it also gives you an identity. Yeah? It gives you an identity this morning as his son and as his daughter that you're not just a sinner saved by grace. I've preached about this before. I hate that term. I hate that statement. You're not a sinner saved by grace. You've, you've sinned, yeah, and it was his grace that saved you, but that's not your definition of who you are. It says, this is your definition of who you are in 2 Corinthians, so that you might become the righteousness of God. No longer this sinner saved by grace. No longer I'm struggling. No longer, oh, I'm just, you know, trying to get through my days. You are made righteous because of his resurrection this morning as a son and as a daughter. In Jesus' name. You can say yes and amen, church. You can get a little bit jolly with me because this is what it's all about for me this morning. This last point. So they're kind of like the foundations. Yeah, his resurrection is the foundation of our faith. His resurrection is your righteousness. But this church, man, and this week I was listening to a song. Not going to sing it. But every time I hear it, it reminds me of Ryan, actually. Um, it's off the new... <laughs> Ryan's like, you raise me up. No, I'm joking. That's not the song. <laughs> That's not the song. Um, and it's called It Might Get Loud. Has anyone heard that song? Does anyone love that song? We're not going to play it for you. It's done by um, Elevation Worship. And I was listening to it this week And something in my spirit was just like, like, yes, like, oh my gosh, when I'm thinking about Easter, when I'm thinking about this morning, when I'm thinking about what this means, let me just, all, all all the chorus is, is it might get loud, heaven's coming down, 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 and it might get loud, heaven's coming down, 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 and it might get loud. And then it says, why can't I praise him as loud as I want? And in the verses, it talks about how, you know, they were lost in sin and, you know, God saved them. And now because of what he's done, they can't help but sing. They can't help but praise. They can't help but get excited. And like I said this morning, church, I just feel like sometimes as Christians, we're like, Jesus. Like we just are so 
Boring. <laughs> no, sorry. Don't get offended. Don't get offended. I'm talking about myself as well. But we just get caught up in our world and in our life and in our circumstances. And this morning, I got so, no, this morning, this week, I had a moment where I listened to this song and I was like, Man, yes, I've been sick. Yes, we've been in isolation. But you know, you're mopey around the house and you're so sick. (laughs) And I'm like, honestly, though, yes, you can be unwell. I'm not saying that, you know, that doesn't happen. But this morning, his resurrection is our freedom and our life. And my gosh, when I hear that song where it says, it might get loud, why can't I praise Him as loud as I want? Heaven's coming down, so it might get loud. I might get a little bit wild. I might get a little bit excited. I might have a little bit of a jig. You know, I don't know. I might even like wave a flag, do a chauffeur. Who knows? It might get a little bit crazy in this place because of what He's done, of where I've been, of how I know I was saved, of the fact that He's risen, He's defeated everything in existence, and now I am seated with Him. Like, He is just, when you actually think about it, church, like, like just bear with me for a second. But it's like, the I can't even put it into words that I can actually, like, maybe help you understand. He has defeated sin and death. Everything, everything, not some stuff, not the little stuff, everything. He has overcome sin and death and the grave. Okay, that whole one package is like, yay. But the next thing it says that all authority was given to him in heaven and on earth, which means that he is not powerless. He is not not in control. He is not aloof. He does not understand. He's not not understanding what's happening. He has defeated everything, number one. And number two is he holds everything. Like, yay, 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 yay. The next thing it says is that I am seated with him. You, son and daughter. Get this! You are seated with him, which means I sit inside. He has defeated sin and death and the grave. I sit inside that. Yay, 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 yay. I sit inside. All authority has been given to him on heaven and on earth. Yes! Yay! Like, actually, yay! That's my little guitar. Sorry. They're like, this worship team are like, oh my gosh, our stage. Charlie, no, I'm joking. But like, so that song, when I hear, it might get a little bit loud, church. I might get a little bit excited on Resurrection Sunday when I get to share with you because heaven's coming down. And sorry, why can't I praise Him as loud as I want? Why can't I enjoy everything that He's done for me? Oh, because we're supposed to be humble Christians. We're supposed to be all meek. And, oh, just Jesus. I just, I'm so not worthy. I'm so, no, you're not worthy. You're not. But He said you were. He said you were. When he died on the cross, when he rose again, it says in 2 Corinthians that you are now his righteousness, which means 
Don't you downplay what He's done for you by saying, I'm not worthy. I have to be a humble, meek Christian. No, get excited. Get excited for what your King has accomplished for you. For you. For you, son, daughter, Christian. Oh man, it might get loud. I might get a little bit jolly and filled with life and freedom because I'm remembering what he's done. (sighs) Let's just read some scripture so I can take a breath. Romans 6 verse 5. For if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, knowing this, that your old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that you would no longer be slaves to sin for he who has died is free from sin. This morning, church, it's not about, yay, Jesus, what you did for us. It is about that. But it's also about you understanding what that means for you what that means for your walk with God, what that means for the way that you conduct your life, what that means for the way that you, how you walk into a situation, how you love people, how you care for people. What he did on this Resurrection Sunday, we celebrate and we give him all the glory, but it means nothing if you don't get a revelation of it for yourself. He rose, yes. He overcame, yes. But you, if you are a son and a daughter of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, it says that you are seated with Him. So that is your victory. That is your thing to say yes, hallelujah, amen about. Because it says you would no longer be slaves to sin for he who has died is free from sin. Man, church, I see way too many Christians praying. They sit inside their prison cells and they pray. And they pray and they are begging God for answers. They're begging God for breakthrough. Hello? The door's not just unlocked, it's wide open. Some of you are sitting inside of your prison cells and you're sitting there and you're praying for answers that have already been answered at the cross and the grave. You're praying for situations and you're sitting inside your cell being like, oh man, and Jesus is there. Not just dangling the keys, but with the cell door wide open going, come on, baby. Run free. We are young. We are free. No. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old is passed away. The new have come. Romans 8.11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. My goodness. The whole thing this morning that I just pray you get a revelation of is that his resurrection, the resurrection Sunday, that is giving you freedom and it gives you life. And when you think about it, and I think that's why I got so stirred up this week when I was listening to that song, because it's it's not offensive. But it's not like your normal praise song. Like it's a little bit, it's got a bit of a rock. I don't know what you say, Joey, like a rock vibe. Bit of electric guitar. Um, Bit of head banging. 
You know, like it's one of those songs where you're in your car and you're like, yeah. Like, no, anyway, can do your little guitar kick. Um, but it's so, the song is loud. And you li- the first time I listened to it, I actually think Ryan might have sent it to me and said, this song's a bit weird, but I like it. And I remember listening to it being like, uh, yeah, yeah kind of cool. And the more I listen to it, the more my spirit is like, because I believe that we as a church, we as sons and daughters, we should live with the most life, the most joy, the most freedom, the most generosity, the most kindness, the most goodness. We should be the ones that are the most, yeah, they, sometimes people mock Christians and say, oh, you're all happy, clappy. Good. We should be so wildly happy, clappy, that is offensive to people because we know the goodness of our God. We know what He has done. And this, John 10, 10, oh my goodness, you probably know it if you've been in church for any amount of time. But this is Jesus, the whole existence, the whole reason why He came. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance more than you expect, life in its fullness until you overflow. This morning, are you overflowing? Some of you might be like, yeah, with worry, with fear, with concerns. We can so easily be overflowing with the wrong things, church. And if we are, and if we constantly live in that moment, I think it's so offensive and discrediting to what my king did when he overcame the grave because he didn't rise again so that I could live in a little cell with the door wide open going oh it's just all so overwhelming there are moments yes there's always going to be moments where you go through stuff I'm not saying that you you know have to be weirdly joyous all the time like a psycho when like stuff actually is like not good. Um, but that your deep understanding is that you are living in a place of freedom, that you are living in a place of joy. When was the last time you felt free? This is the best thing about having a toddler, one of the best things, is I watch him and I'm like, you have no cares in the world, boy. Like, you are loved, you are fed, you are looked after. And he just, like, (laughs) does this thing at the moment. Like, I don't know where you've got that from. You've never seen me do it. You've never seen Benai do it. Maybe Benai does it when I'm not there secretly. Um, But he just runs in circles. Like, just in circles, going, run, 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 like that. Like, and we'll just, and then stop and go, and I'm like, man, like, you're just, he's just joy and he's free. He's not going, oh, I don't want to do that because I might look silly or I don't want to say that because that person at work might judge me or I don't want to, I'm a bit nervous. He is just wild, man. He's wild and he's free and it's the best thing to watch because I watch that and my mother's heart goes, yes, you don't care about anything because I've got you. You don't care about when your next meal is because I've got you as your mum. Benai's got you as your dad. You don't care about if you're going to be safe in the perimeters because I set up those perimeters so you are safe. So you can run wild in circles and not get like impaled because I'm making sure he's safe. Like I've got you and I can watch you enjoy your freedom as a two-year-old. And I just think that that is so the father's heart for us of like, let go a little bit. 
Like shake off, let go, release. Yes, you still have responsibilities. Yes, you still have to be grown up sometimes, unfortunately. Yes, you still have to pay bills. But ultimately, trust Him that His resurrection power means that He's given you life and life in abundance that you can sometimes run wild and go, wow, like life is good, man. Like Jesus is on the throne. He's overcome sin and death. Yes, there's still stuff that you go through, but at the end of the day, you are saved, you are set free. You are His son, you are His daughter. There is something to praise about. There is something to get loud about. There is something to like not just be like, Jesus, but like, yes, Jesus, woo! Like, actually, like, let your spirit go, you know what I mean? Some of you do, that's okay. But honestly, this morning, such a simple word, I don't know, it's not like, I'm not apologising. Too many Christians say yes and amen with their words, but they sit there and they bind their own hands and feet with their worry. Too many Christians are praying for breakthrough, sitting inside a prison cell when the prison door is unlocked and flung wide open. Too many Christians are dragging their own ball and chain along behind them as maybe a badge of honour or a burden they carry when it's not even fastened to their own ankle. Too many Christians are praying prayers that have already been answered at the cross and the grave. My Jesus, my King, the one that died on the cross for my sins, that went through hell, separation from his Father, separation from heaven, he said that he came to give me everything in abundance, more than I could hope or expect, life in all of its fullness until I overflow. I believe, again, it's just me, take it or leave it. I believe that if I don't live in a state that is worthy of his sacrifice, I am discrediting what he did at the cross and the grave for me. If I live inside a prison cell, if I live inside dragging a ball and chain behind me, if I live inside that false humility of I'm not worthy, I am discrediting what he did at the cross and the grave to set me free. And I just pray, church, that we would not be Christians that say yes and amen, and yet we go home and we lock our little cell doors and live a life that is so bound by fear, by worry, by stress, by sin, by people's opinions, by lies, that you don't understand the freedom that was given to you the moment that he rose from the grave, the moment that he said, it is done, it is finished, it is complete. I did what I said I came to do. I'm now going to my Father, but what I'm telling you is going to all the world. He gave us a commission. He gave us something. He left us something. And then he went and it says he is seated and we are seated with him. Let's get that revelation, church. Sometimes it's time, sometimes it's time, I believe it's time, that we shake off a little bit and just get jolly because of what he has done in Jesus' name. So, yes and amen. I'll welcome the band back up, if that's okay.
And I'll just invite you um, just to close your eyes first because I want to give you an opportunity to respond maybe for the first time. Maybe it's the first time you're saying, yes, I want to have that resurrection life, that resurrection power, that resurrection freedom and say yes and amen to Jesus being my Lord and Saviour. Maybe it's for the first time that you've even walked into a church. I'm sorry if I'm, no, I'm not sorry, but I I apologise if I have scared you or... (laughs) Yelled too loudly in the microphone for your ears. Um, So I'm going to give you an opportunity to respond to that, maybe for the first time. But also, if you feel like, yeah, I'm not living free. I'm not living, like I said, in that moment in Christ where he has overcome the sin and grave and and death and all authority has been given to him. Maybe you're not living in those two realities. Maybe you were once and you've just become locked in your cell again. Maybe you've started picking up that ball and chain again and you're dragging it. Maybe when I talk about freedom, you go, I don't actually remember the last time I felt free. I want to pray for you. Because this Sunday, this this moment that we're recognising and appreciating as a church family, it means nothing if you don't have a moment of encounter with Him. So where you're at, why don't you just close your eyes? And if that's you, if it's for the first time, or if it's to say, yeah, I, I need to get free again, I would just love for you to raise your hand. I'm not going to call you out. I just want to see who I'm praying for. If that's you in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Fabulous. All right, let me just pray for those people that put their hand out. Father, I thank you so much that your whole mission was us. Sending your son was because of us. It was to save us and it was to set us free. And this morning as we are coming around that resurrection Sunday, that that moment where we we recognise what you did for us, Father, we just honour you. We honour your goodness in that. And God, for those people that put their hand up, or maybe even if they didn't put their hand up, but they can feel it in their heart. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would come into their heart again afresh, that you would overwhelm them afresh with your love and your kindness and your goodness, that as they put up their hand or even in their heart, that they say, yes, I believe. I believe what Jesus did for me at the cross and I want a piece of that resurrection, life and freedom. Holy Spirit, I ask that you set people free this morning. I ask for the bondages that are holding people, for the worries and the concerns of this world. Father, that you would just release them. Father, that you would carry them. Jesus, that you would come and shoulder our burdens. Where people in this room are going through very real things this morning that are hard, that are heartbreaking, that make them hurt. Jesus, I ask that you would come alongside them, shoulder their burdens and set them free. Set them free to enjoy your life. Set them free to enjoy your abundance. Set them free to enjoy your salvation and everything that you meant for us to have in our existence. God, that you have not come so that we would sit in a cell, so that we would be bound by our hands and our foot, but you came to set us free. So this morning, Jesus, for every single person listening online and here, God, that you would come and set us free. That as your resurrection power says that we are your righteousness, 
that we are your righteousness, that our old life has passed away and our new life is here with you. We ask that you just set us free in our minds, in our bodies, in our spirits. Jesus, in every area where people feel bound and held, this morning would be a declaration of your freedom, of your freedom in Jesus' name. We thank you for that. Why don't we just stand as a church and let's finish with some praise. Victory. Yep. Let's do it. And if you want to, shake it off. If you want to dance, you can dance. If you want to jump, jump. If you want to run around in circles like my toddler, do that. You are free this morning because of His resurrection power in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.